Hello and welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, our podcast. I'm your uh, your co-host, Denali. Uh, I'm a Gemini. I'm the cute one and the bad boy. Um. Well, first of all, I just want to say that I thought I was the Gemini. I'm definitely the Gemini. Mm. We just we talked about we talked about this, Ryan. We I there's only one Gemini on the show. Well, okay, so I'm so wait, let me do my Gemini. I'm Ryan. Okay, so let's do it. Okay, I'm, yeah, go. I'm the, oh, I'm, I'm the Gemini. I'm the bad boy. You're not the bad boy. I can yeah. I can tell you with certainty you're not the bad boy. And uh, what and what else did you say? I'm the good looking one. Ryan, you are giving me so much fucking grief right now. Okay, I know this is this is our this is our this is our second run. This is this is the yeah, second run. We can we can work these things out. I'm the co-host. Are you even really a Gemini, dude? I I I get such a non-fucking Gemini vibe, and it's like wild to me. Okay, you know what? Let's just let's move on. Let's move on. Jace, what's who are you? No, you hi mean? everyone. I'm Jace what's Barley. I'm the mama bear, Thank you. and I'm the one that tries things that you shouldn't at home. <laughs> Perfect. See, that's perfect. Yeah. Look at that, Ryan. Good. That was good. Now, Two professionals. we want to do one where Denali doesn't say that he's the Gemini. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of like I was, it now. I... <laughs> okay. The Gemini are twins? Yeah. If you need to be a Gemini, if you need that for your shallow, little fragile little ego to also be a Gemini, you can also be one, but you're going to be the, the, bad, the bad twin. Um, I... That's yeah. You're not saying anything that's negative <laughs> that would make anything worse. Okay. About myself, so. Okay. All right. Well, that was a good intro. I think that was pretty good. I think so let's go good. on. This is what it is was, this? It was loose in the middle. But... Or the Affleck attic. You want to jump off? Do we the start with attic? that? We have to because we have no idea how long it's going to take. And I, I don't want to. Like... Yeah, but it's it's been a week, and I want to hear about. We're dealing with a lot of shit right Let's, now in the world, and I want to hear about what you guys oh, did over the went, past weekend. Okay, so this is my news. I went full work from home. Okay. Oh, cool. that's right. Okay. Okay, nice. Well, how's? I mean, do you do you like working from home? Is it weird? It's nice because like uh, I don't have to, I do the same amount of work. It's just I'm not so worried about people like walking by my office window and like seeing me not working. Mm-hmm. Because Julie knows, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, I'm not allowed to talk to anybody when I'm in the office, so it's fine. You're not allowed like to talk to anyone? Office, yeah, people, like, you're not supposed to, like, have people over into your office. They have and, like, a leash on? Oh, the distance thing. Not, like, you as the new guy who's, you know, waiting on the results. They have a muzzle on you, and they're like... <laughs> like... Well, yeah, they, they, they learn not to talk to you. But hmm. I'm not allowed to talk to you. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Okay. Well, cool, Ryan. I'm glad you're okay. you're safe now. You're safe with your own toilet. That's that's huge. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> that's so much. My heart rate is so like much more even now during the day. Like, mm -hmm. you ever had to run in and rip Julie off the shitter and then just take over? Well, we have two bathrooms. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Oh, okay. That's so awesome! Actually, you got you got two bed. You're you're, uh, you're two people in your apartment, right? And two bathrooms. Yeah. So there's never a moment. Oh my god, that's awesome! Never a moment with a without a free seat. <laughs> well, Jace, what did you got going on this week? Um, I'm getting more worried about 
I don't want to be around my coworkers after what yeah. transpired this weekend. Thanksgiving, but uh, we cooked oh, up. Right, a, we yeah. cooked. We cooked <laughs> up a bit. Yuri yeah. and I cooked up a big bird, and then I sat Very on nice. my balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like in a painful way, you know. I was just on them all weekend. Yeah. I uh I I hit a personal record. I squatted 345 pounds five times. That's a lot of pounds. Yeah, okay, nice. Going up five this week. Good job. Physical yeah. fitness. That's great. Yeah, I ran this week for the first time since like July. How'd that feel? Did it hurt? It was yes, it was good, but like um it was on Thanksgiving Day, actually. Um and then, but the problem was, is I realized like too that you know, not running like at the gym or in a loop, doing a trail or something. If you're just running from your apartment and you get so tired that you want to turn around, you're only halfway home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Odds of dying you much higher. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen Gattaca? He's like, you don't leave anything for the for the trip back. You know, that's how you got to train. Remember that? You know, remember? No. Ethan Hawke, Gattaca, where he's like swimming, and then he's like, "How do you always beat me?" And sw-? oh, well, all right, that's right, Gattaca. This isn't, flat. This, isn't this isn't Ethan Hawke. Attic. It's a great movie. Gattaca feels like one of the movies that I watched the most during school, growing yeah. up. If if I every year, I feel <laughs> like I remember watching it at least four times during some kind of school activity. Yeah, I, I it's it was definitely a yearly thing. Same with like October Sky, I, I've seen that oh, one. Oh god, yeah. Great movies though, dude. I I love those movies. October Sky, with Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? That was a beautiful movie, man. I, yeah, I was watching it again just now. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then Ryan, I, I didn't ask you how how was how was your Thanksgiving? Did you guys cook or? Yeah, we cooked the whole shebang. Um. Nice. So we just made a Cornish game hen instead of a turkey. Art nice. People. And we got really drunk on champagne and then had a family phone call. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. oh, cat's out of the bag now. Yeah, that's why I wasn't talking very much. But um... <laughs> It's a double-edged like, sword. Yeah, they're like three hours earlier. I mean, yeah, you guys know. I'm on the East Coast. But like, um, that's the... Uh, that's the, that's the, the drama, is that it's it's post drinking time when it's a better beginning drinking time. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. And like, because I, I skyped in with my families, um, you know, like my my parents, and then like Amber's parents, and then also with like a friend, kind of doing like a friendsgiving too. So like, it's all of that zooming in one day. Oh, and like yeah. we actually didn't end up eating Thanksgiving until midnight. Like, food. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of cooking, but it turned out pretty good on our end. I I realized, yeah, not having to be in close quarters with people for so long that the actual the post turkey coma is actually a defense mechanism, so you don't have mm. to talk to people. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think turkey has tryptophan. I think it's just <laughs> like a, the turkey industry was bailing us out. They were like, hey, listen, listen, guys. <laughs> You can take a fucking nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we want to launch into the Affleck hour? Okay, so I like Affleck's Attic for this this subsection. Okay. Um, we talked about it a little bit. Thank you, Jace, for the name. 
Um, and we're gonna we're we're going through grabbing Ben Aff Benjamin Affleck movies and just kind of giving our thoughts, right? This is really decided, Benjamin, or is it something else? Isn't it Benjamin Affleck? I'm just asking the questions. Bet um, Benifer Affleck is is like in, all, in in a lot of movies. I think he's one of the great actors of our time. But the issue is is that he doesn't know how to say no, and he's like, hell yeah, I'll do that movie. And then he's in a lot of stinkers, but a lot of hits. And I respect him for that, just like Matty Damon. And I, so, I don't know. I you don't think, think you don't? I don't think so. I don't know if I totally agree because he has a lot of creative control, right? And that he's he directed and produced a lot of his own stuff. Yep, Live by Night. I think the problem <laughs> was is that maybe he's too willing to jump into um, things that look like they're fads. If you look at yeah. Daredevil, how Daredevil is a period piece for the early 2000s. Yes. Oh my God. I want to get into that so bad. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to as well. But also, like the DC Comics stuff. Uh, He's a man of the times. Yeah, exactly. He's like he goes right into whatever is going on at that time. Nineties mall movies, like you know, you Clerks and Mallrats. No, I, I I get what you're saying too. And then the other, building off of that, his his chin is too long. And so I think that has something to do with. Don't get me wrong. This is not going to be a Ben slander podcast. This is not a slam party. Not this at is all. a celebration just, of his career. It just yeah. so happens that the first movie we're watching is Daredevil. Exactly. Okay, I just want to start us off. If we want to do Affleck's Attic, um, have you guys seen the the Netflix verse Defenders show, like with 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 Daredevil or Daredevil? Yeah. Yes. No. Ryan, did you see the the no. Netflix Daredevil? I'm going in clean. Okay, I'm I'm glad that at least we have one person who hasn't. Because Jace, I loved the Netflix Daredevil. I thought it was, it was great. great. Really enjoyed it. Um, and compared watching this next to that was like watching a 2000s Bizarro verse, like on acid, fucking on PCP, swinging your underwear around over your head, crazy verse compared to the Netflix Daredevil. Um, it's it was like. I like comparing Hershey Park to your local carnival. Yeah, it's like if you're on, you're on. There's there 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 are two. There's a roller coaster in each. Yeah. One of them. Well, the thrill is different it. for each. Yeah, you know the thrill yeah. in Hershey Park is like, oh my god, this is so scary. It's fun. And the thrill in the other one's like, I could die from being launched out the track or being stabbed by Carney. You know? <laughs> being stabbed by Carney. Yeah, different levels of thrill for different reasons and. Building off that, I was very entertained by 2003 Daredevil. Um, like, there were scenes that were very, very fucking bad, which we can get into. Um, but they're also, like, the scenes where it was like, wake me up inside! And he's, like, doing kung fu, and it's flashing, and sparks are flying. And he's, like, doing, you know. And I'm like, I am fucking here for this. Like, <laughs> this, this early 2000s grunge energy, like, I am so fucking here for this. <laughs> I, I think that's not. a saving grace. <laughs> I, I, I feel the exact opposite. So, like, to me, okay, I should get this out there. I think that the ultimate thing, the ultimate compliment you can give to a movie mm -hmm. is that it doesn't aim. 
it doesn't age? Yeah. So if you think back to the classics, okay. there are there are certain movies that stick out as uh that's a product of the time. Mm-hmm. Right? But they hold every movie up. before twenty twelve. Yeah. <laughs> they hold up today. Right? Okay, yeah. And not even that, they're not trying to be they're not trying to be on the cutting edge. They're trying, they tell a story that's contained within their bubble. And when you watch it today, you're not like, oh, wow, that's cutting edge futuristic technology. You're, you're thinking that is a story that's told, that's set in this period. And it's told from the viewpoint of someone who's, is set in whenever they, or viewpoint of someone from whenever they made the movie. Like, it reminds me of, the choice to use Smash Mouth in the beginning of Shrek. <laughs> but that was the That's most fair. perfect choice. Like, yeah. Because use... we grew up with that song. Like, 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 that's the thing is All-Star hit its, hit its peak and then right. we forgot about it. They selected All-Star at the height of it, All-Star's peak, I'm pretty sure. And then it caught lightning on the bottom. And then it dropped. And then the production time of Shrek you know, lagged it back a little bit, and we're like, what the, f- why did they do that song? <laughs> yeah, I get that, and you know, there is a Dare- Daredevil, the, the motion picture soundtrack that was, that did very well after this movie. Um, I actually owned um, this the first Spider-Man soundtrack as well, which had the same um, Evanescence-esque new metal shit, and this is when, like, soundtracks were big, like, in the superhero movies. Um, I'd buy the Daredevil soundtrack just to get that 2000s energy injected straight into my veins. No way. No way, no way. I think that's the, that's the thing to me is like, this movie is extremely dated. Yeah. There's not a single shot that is timely. <laughs> Every shot is like, <laughs> like it's, it's that 2000s uh, action movie shit. And the other thing, too, is, like, what is it with 2000s action movies and having a flirtatious fight scene in front of oh, kids on a playground? Like, what the... F- I-, I can't tell you how many movies I've seen like that. Or, like, the basketball scene in Catwoman, you know, when they're, yeah. like, flirtatiously fighting and playing basketball. Um, I showed Amber that scene when I was watching Daredevil because she looked over my shoulder on that laptop, and she's like, what in the absolute <laughs> shit is this? First of all, he, like... They're, like, facing off. They both, you know, take off their shirts at the same time. He throws his cane 100 feet in the air. You can't <laughs> watch softcore in the living room, dude. <laughs> like, no, that cane doesn't I, come down for, like, 20 seconds. Now, I completely disagree. That's the only shot in the entire movie that I like. <laughs> that scene. That No, 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 no. The, oh, the... That exact shot where they drop their jackets. Now, get yeah. this. Get this. Yeah. How rare, how rare in in film history is the reverse zoom, the zoom out? Yeah, <laughs> so rare. And there's this there's this mantra you kind of go by in that um, horror and comedy they're very closely related, but they also play out best in wide shots. You want the widest shot for the punchline and everything. And when you get um, you get comedy and horror that's really tightly edited and you get a lot of jump, like a lot of cuts from characters like, um, like shot, reverse shot or mm-hmm. like insets. 
you you miss a lot of the timing for the jokes and this was one shot that you've had an establishing shot of them like each taking off their jacket and then they were framed perfectly in the screen and then it zoomed out and he caught the cane (laughs) i i just thought the comedic timing on that was perfect that was probably the only shot that i liked in the entire movie it burned in my mind and also the teeter-totter fight where okay i feel like okay the, mo- the budget for the movie was 70 million dollars i looked this up that's huge like topic, topic 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 of discussion later yeah i feel like 40 million of that was spent on the wire work like there is so much like whoosh, like fucking whoosh, like every every opportunity there they have a dude on a wire flying and that was extremely obvious in jennifer garner's work on the teeter-totter like every movement was like i'm gonna jump 40 feet like straight forward and it just it looked it was very i don't know i guess wire workers aren't really a business anymore like i, I feel like i don't see that in any movies nowadays i think they they're there there's better yeah and ben affleck the first thing he does he jumps off a building 400 feet falls straight down lands on a platform unharmed and then lands on another you know it's just i don't know man Maybe I'm spoiled from like the Netflix Daredevil, but I feel like his knee kneecaps should have exploded. Yeah, so, spoiled so from we everything. Get, <laughs> we don't want to get into the internal logic of a superhero movie. I guess right? I'm used to like a certain level of it, though. Because I, I want to go into the film, like the like the filmmaking okay. logic. So we can yeah. pretend this is a a wacky verse where there's like rules where Daredevil is like kind of totally. a superhuman, right? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Totally okay. Like. I don't understand how his eyes getting hurt will also make him have super strength. But whatever. Okay, he had no fucking training, and then he's doing like a handstand, and then hitting the speed bag for the first time in his life. He can't even see it, <laughs> and he's like doing like I, I am a. He can see it though. I. He can hear. He can see. I don't know if you've. I, mean, I can't fucking do a speed bag. I can't do more than the hits without almost hurting myself. And we can see. And we could see, and this eight-year-old boy is is hitting that because he's. They just didn't exp- like in the comics and the Netflix first. They showed he's training for decades. Like, so, and that's the thing too is the blind stuff does not make sense from like a filmmaking perspective because he's just walking around like he's not blind. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's, there's no except for his cane and his contact lenses. There's nothing yeah. in the entire story to to deduce that this guy's blind. It's insurance it, fraud. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it, it, we we get to this in the the entire ability of vibrations and 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 echoes bouncing off, causing the picture in front of him. I do, I want to take us to that fight scene in the bar where guns are being shot okay. and bullets are yeah. ricocheting <laughs> past him on this like, to- ah! specifically on this topic. But, like, in that very first scene, a car drives by the hospital. He's like, ah, fucking shit. <laughs> and, like, multiple times we're, like, hitting a bell. Like, Bang! he's like, ah. Yeah. But guns in close quarters <laughs> are completely separate. That part of his inner ear is completely destroyed, so he can't hear guns at all. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Go they ahead, made $100 man. million dollars on this film. Yes, that okay. Can we talk about that just because I because I said topic earlier? Yeah. So, I'm someone who, when I'm a creative, I spend a lot of time and effort to like 
prepare what I'm doing and make sure that, you know, what I'm doing is the best possible product product I can put out. Yeah. And they hand this guy 70 something million dollars to go make a movie that's completely nonsensical, starring multiple A-list actors, right? Yeah. And it number one, it makes money. And number two, he gets more movies. Because <laughs> he did, um, what was the other movie that the director well, he did? Electra. He did Electra. No, What's he the did, bar here? What I... he did Ghost Rider. After yeah, and Ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, Jay. So seriously, like, there are so many people in Hollywood, number one, but across the world, number two, who are passionate about these things, passionate about filmmaking. And they went to filmmaking school and they've got awesome scripts and they know how to do this stuff and they're not getting, they're not getting jobs. And they give this guy $70 million to do this. And it made money. I mean, that's, that's, that's what's up though. Like, you know, it's not about making art. It's about making things that people pay money for. And especially, and I think this is art, you know? It made me so sad for like the artistic integrity of movies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and and the script writing too was was rough. Do you guys remember that scene where he's he's he turns on the answering machine, and the answering machine was the worst dialogue I've ever heard. Oh God, they couldn't even get like an actress to, like read this like. Hello, Matt. Are you there? Of course you're not there. You're never there. At least not for me. <laughs> there are literally people whose entire careers are voice acting. Who can put their voice through a character when they're not on camera. Yeah. Yeah, but this is and a superhero get, movie. Yeah, they get some woman who's like just a normal actress and say, yeah, say this line. No, I think they were in like a coffee shop and they're like, oh, did you record that part? The movie comes out tomorrow. It's like, oh my God. Oh, fuck. And they go up to the, the barista. like, hey, read this. Here's a cell. Here's a telephone. Just, just read it straight. Don't even inflect your voice at all. Just read it. <laughs> and then that's what they put in the movie exactly. And that's. And you know what's funny is like the movie doesn't even need it. Like that, that like Ben no. doesn't react. <laughs> He's really not emotionally distant with just about anyone throughout the rest of the film, but for some reason, you're never there for me. Excuse me. You're never there for me. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I want to get into, like, my, my, I think my biggest Mm -hmm. um, qualm is the pacing of the movie. It's probably the worst pacing of any Mm -hmm. movie I've seen in the last (laughs) lifetime. The... So I wrote this down. I like was okay, okay. writing down when, when things were happening um, yeah. because I was so impatient. Right. The bullseye, the bad mm-hmm. guy, he gets introduced Played at by Colin 40 Farrell. minutes. Mm-hmm. 40 minutes <laughs> is when bullseye, the villain, gets introduced. And yeah. the, the other dude, Kingpin, gets introduced at 38 minutes, just two minutes before. The scenes are back to back. You got 38 minutes of exposition on Daredevil, and it has nothing to do with the plot of the movie. Like, it just seems like we had 38 minutes of prequel content, and yeah. then suddenly they're like, oh yeah, fuck, we have to make a whole movie 
Um, think, we need to introduce a villain. I I think that's I think Daredevil's kind of uh. I don't is is he like not very spotlight? I mean, if I sit down in a superhero like a a Superman movie, mm-hmm. you don't really need to give me five year old Clark Kent with you know like ah superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. but Daredevil, it's like, why the fuck is this dude blind? First of all, you need you know? what to explain? Like, we're gonna be like, hang on, like it doesn't be. And, and so that's the thing is like the conversation between the two bad guys about why like they're gonna go hunt Daredevil down. Yeah, happened at one hour and nine minutes in. Like you have to put you go from zero to like. In this yeah, movie, you can't really put the bad. The bad guy motive scene uh, two thirds through the movie. <laughs> like, there's a clear, like, whenever beginning, middle, end. Like, at the end of the beginning, you have to have some idea of what Daredevil's doing. Like, what's going on for the rest of this movie? You only find that out in the last act. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a good point. I was kind of lost in the middle of the Daredevil movie where I was like, where is this going? Like what? And I think the director's cut you guys might have read cuts out a lot of that that fluff. And they said they kind of focused in more on the villains, and they kind of recut it a little bit to kind of fix the pacing issues. Um, and I think people like that better. I'm glad we watched not the fixed version though. I still have oh, no cool. idea which one I watched. Actually, I think <laughs> I might have watched the an R-rated director's cut of Daredevil was released, reincorporating yeah. approximately 30 minutes of the film. I'm saying here that the runtime for Daredevil was 103 yeah. minutes. So I That's watched the 143-minute video. What, 143 minutes? Oh, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. No, you're correct. Hour 43. <laughs> I, I can't do this. Three hour <laughs> I watched Daredevil, and then I watched it in reverse. <laughs> Wait, did, did no, you, okay, 103 you minutes it, is an hour and 40 minutes, so you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I watched it. This if you watched it on Amazon Prime, yeah, because it's $13 to pay for the director's cut. Yeah, that was my if you thing. accidentally paid $13 for the director's cut, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we got to talk about uh, Benny Boy's performance in this a little bit, right? This is Attic. Yeah, this is Attic. Yeah. Our boy Benny Affs. Ben did, ben, did, ben did what Ben could do. I honestly had no issues with the performance at all. The no. sp- he did what he could with the lines he had and the scenes. You know, I be- I thought it, he- I believed like he was in pain when he was in pain, and I believed like all of his scenes. Um, he had that kind of classic Affleck kind of like, oh, I- I'm kind of smug about what I'm doing, and I, I can't enunciate that well. But it's that's kind of the Ben magic, and I think it fit somehow really well to daredevil and maybe it's because it's a guy who gets the shit beat out of him all the time and i just believe that when i see ben affleck i don't know yeah i agree ben did fine and if you see i think he's the most him and colin farrell colin farrell he earned his paycheck that movie yeah okay he He was the only only time i look at the screen and be like Oh, okay. I'm gonna wait till I t- I'm gonna wait take some notes till afterwards. Was when Colin was on screen, but like he made me miss. <laughs> I think he, I think that was Colin Farrell had three lines. It was he made me miss uh, more peanuts, please, <laughs> and then something something to to Kingpin to say yes, and then the rest yeah. was like 
<laughs> and do, do this fucking weird like thing he does, where, where he like takes something and like wipes <laughs> it across his bullseye. <laughs> he was such a freak, dude. And did you guys notice like the um the intro to the movie was was like four, thirty minutes long? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. The intro, the actual intro shot and the intro scene was. Okay him falling through the roof of the church mm -hmm. and it made no sense i thought that was like the middle of a scene that was going to keep happening and he falls like mm -hmm. three feet and it's like oh oh <laughs> my organs and i thought like he was going to get up and go do something and i was yeah. going to be like i don't daredevil oh he's cool he does badass stuff and sometimes he gets hurt yeah but it was actually a 30 second scene that required an entire movie's worth of background information to understand code at all. It's called a flashback scene, Ryan, and that was cutting edge for the time. It yeah, was they they stole that scene and they put that in Thor. They just didn't say, "Wow, you might be wondering how I got here." Yeah, it's like Eric, this <laughs> is me, <laughs> and it didn't make any sense because he was hurt in a church. Okay, the other thing too is um, I, I noticed this in Batman. Dark Knight Rises, the gas scene, like, chops the guy in half with a train, which we'll get to, because that was a lot. Um, and then the, the reporter's like, still don't believe in Daredevil? Doesn't know what's over here. He's like, pow, and then whoosh, double Ds on the ground. So after Daredevil commits a murder, he goes and gets lighter fluid, and he's like, all right, going to get the toothpick out, going to make two detailed Ds that are about 20 feet across in the middle of a Manhattan subway. Without getting caught, Not I hope this doesn't dry up by thought. the time the cops get here. <laughs> it's literally the busiest subway in the world. <laughs> yeah, and then they have like police tape around it, and then Ben Ben Yurik is either like, "I'm gonna destroy this evidence that he left by throwing a cigarette on here and igniting it," or I I I don't know what that was. Looked sick. I don't know yeah, what that cool. was. <laughs> and also, right, I want to get into this because you're you know uh, a lawyer. And I wanted to get your take on kind of the lawyer scenes, like, and I. <laughs> My first thought is, whoever wrote that yeah. has no idea about how, like, it actually works, like, on a fundamental level. Mm -hmm. Because Ben Affleck walks out of the courtroom scene and he's like, God damn it. Another rapist <laughs> on, on the loose. And it's like, what? Weren't you like suing him? You're not the. You're not a DA. Whether or not you would win has nothing to do with whether or not he would go free. So, so like, they don't understand the, actually how it works. And, yeah. Um, I think he says like, I hope justice finds you. Just that in the courtroom. <laughs> yeah, that's you're pretty fucked lawyer. up. You're, like, you're the lawyer. Like, you're the person in, <laughs> in between justice finding them and the not finding them. Not only was, like, the dialogue completely terrible as well, but just the fact that they obviously weren't, like, they were, the whole movie's about these guys who were lawyers. Yeah. The whole movie's about these guys who were lawyers. And they never went up as, like, a lawyer. And it's like, is this how this works? I don't know anything about <laughs> this thing. But... <laughs> But but I'm making some I'm making some guesses here. Maybe I should double check. 
You gave some guy $73 million who's not even willing to call someone who's a lawyer and, and ask the question, am I doing this right? And it reminds me, this is, of course, my comment is pre-Queen's Gambit, but the movies who would just fuck up chessboards and they would be, have a chess scene and want to make someone seem smart, so they set up a chessboard. And they'd set up completely incorrectly, or the players would make nonsensical moves. And the directors and the writers and the people, the grips and the people who like, there's not one person who's holding the camera or holding a sound boom on set who's allowed to, who's even asked, like, hey, does anybody in this room know how to set a chessboard up? They're giving me $100 million, $150 million to make a movie. And I haven't even done a Google search how to set a chessboard up, but I'm including it in the movie. It, it, it reeked of that to me. It reeked of, I don't care about the end product. I'm just making something. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why it's a product of its time too, is that people, kind of, it's a dumb action movie. They're expecting the audience to be dumb. Don't put the detail in. And this is before like kind of the big internet nitpickers were kind of like, you know, 200 reasons why this movie sucks and people are keeping oh, yeah. it in mind nowadays, you know. And then real quick, you know, I know we're kind of wrapping up our our, our Daredevil roast a little bit. Um, yeah, we've uh, only been roasting it. I think besides okay. his ass looking thick and tight and red in the, the jumping scenes, <laughs> I think that's what it we can give the it. The, well, I, the thing is I, I like John Favreau. In the role, oh, yeah. I thought I I I thought his scenes were, were likable and funny. Just I like John Favreau, um, and then I also liked um, I also liked uh, Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin. I liked his energy. Oh, yeah. It was it was fun. Like it's fun to watch him. Um, Colin Farrell's bullseye. He earned every dollar. Like I said, every doing that. Yeah, kills the grandma with a peanut in the plane okay. while listening that, to that a lot of people. That's that that scene is really good. The airplane scene is actually pretty good, pretty tightly written. <laughs> the, the the editing is tight. The script is nice. I like that scene a lot. I like the cafe scene where um, cafe where he switches the mustard and the honey. Yeah, and he mm. meets Jennifer Garner. And Daredevil switches the cups. Vaguely yeah. Greek named character. Um, that was that's a good scene. Uh. And the, the, the line where he beats up the dude in the apartment and he says, and the kid's there, and he's like, I'm not the bad guy. Mm, and he repeats it later. That was, yeah, that was a good scene. That was a good scene. When he throws Bullseye out the window and he hits the car and he's like, Bullseye. It's <laughs> 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 like, kind of pause the movie. <laughs> if, his sense, if his sense of smell is like so great, yeah. Like, couldn't he be a bunch of other shit? Like he's a terrible lawyer. Why? <laughs> a why sommelier, not like, maybe. Best, like, food critic. You know, like he's got an enhanced sense of taste somehow. Yeah, I think you okay. want to. I think you want to stray away from that because no matter how good the restaurant you're in, there's still poop particles flying around. So everywhere. Oh. You know. The other thing I want to bring up too is like I, I'm spoiled by good Marvel fight scenes in. Um, you know, just like when they're going back and forth, and in like in this movie, like he punches a guy and then uses him as a surfboard to grind down the railing. I don't know if you guys remember that part. <laughs> that was 
insane. I, I rewind that like three times. <laughs> and, you know, like, <laughs> that was actually kind of good, but like, <laughs> it was shit like that constantly, you know? <laughs> it could have been a comedy so easily. <laughs> so easily, dude. Just a different music. <laughs> I feel like it could yeah. have been a comedy. Like, boom, 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 like, you know, oh. Dude, I was, oh my god. That scene when Electra's training with Evanescence, I was like, yo, this is amazing. Like, and then people have talked about this on Reddit, I know, and like people made fun of this, but like the bags of sand, like the most inconvenient, most difficult training. thing to set up for one training session only. You cannot reset this easily. Like they fall, they kind of fall down and it's not really simulating any kind of real fight at all. It's just like, she's <laughs> <laughs> like slicing the bags open. It's, so it's like a bad skit. And then, like, how did she set this up? Like, because she's like, okay, I have a bunch of bags and a bunch of like legitimate equipment, but like, what if I have ropes? I'm going to spend like probably 20 hours tying sacks of sand and having them drop at like certain times with the last one with the daredevil head, and I throw it through the other ones. It's just, I couldn't stop thinking about that when I was playing the scene. I really wanted to talk about the double knee kick because. That, yeah, that yeah. when you that double dislocates your knees, and I don't know if you get when somebody dislocates their knee, it almost always results in emergency surgery because it pinches one of the veins, and then blood pulls in your legs, and you'll die. Yeah, he did a slip and slide, slide like wee between his legs, and then kicked both of them. Like, Straight backwards. And I was like, that was another action choreography. I was like, this is insane. Cocaine <laughs> was involved here. So wait, I don't, I still don't understand. I, I, I tried to watch that scene and like, I don't understand what happened. His so, knees exploded and he's yeah, done, dude. Why? He's not going to get back. Why did his like, knees explode? Like, didn't he kick him? Like, he kicked him in the front. To blow, okay. I thought he kicked him in the Sliding front to blow his, his kneecaps belly. back, and then for whatever reason, the next time you saw him, yeah, he was on his yeah. knees with his feet behind him, which just no, doesn't no. really. So wait, I saw so... this. Did he kick the front he or the back? On his belly. Yeah. And then he donkey kicked back, hit both the guys' knees, blew out sideways. Ah, I'm on my knees. Yeah, I thought it was a sideways thing. Oh, oh yeah. God. Again, so I was very drunk. So, because so, so, he was in front of them, you know, we have Daredevil and Kingpin, and he goes through. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I thought he went through the other way. He was behind him and slid through. He was his like, legs. this? He, he sl That's why it's ridiculous, because, like, you're behind somebody. He has his legs far <laughs> apart enough. He's like, where is he? And then he goes, wee, like he's, you know, slides in between behind his legs. He looks up, oh, and then the guy donkey kicks, blows both of his knees. He's like, oh, where'd he go? Okay, okay, the, the, the fight choreography, we didn't talk about how Bullseye apparently has superpowers, right? Oh, yeah. Like, Bullseye can jump around, like, everywhere he just was like an incredible martial arts master, despite being. I don't know, some kind of weird gents like dart throwing dude. Like, I mean, they don't explain that. I mean, they explain it in the Daredevil Netflix show why he's like such a badass because he's got like some kind of like fucking weird brain thing where he can like target things easily. Um, 
but yeah, he was like doing hand to hand with a ninja master. Yeah. Like we need to riff on Bullseye for just like two. Can we get a minute and a half of Bullseye riff? Let's get, that. Let's get that. Worst villain ever, because <laughs> it, it's like if there was a Batman movie and the yeah. villain in the Batman movie was just really good at bowling, <laughs> and, and you're like, everyone's oh, a don't bowling fan because he'll throw something and trip you. Like, yeah, but I mean, he's he's using weapons, right? He's making it into weapons and killing people. He killed a lot like, of people in his short amount of screen time. Throwing stuff. Like, he's just really good at throwing stuff. I don't know, man. I play dodgeball a lot, and I get hit with balls all the time. Like, I feel like if someone's throwing a pencil at me, I'm sometimes I'm not going to be able to dodge that. Even if I see him throwing at, like, a ninja style, like, I'm, you know. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of villains. What? There's what? There'd be some sort of error. Like, you don't, like, if someone's reacting to you throwing stuff, there's going to be an error. Oh, but he was curving shit though. That was like the, you know. I think there yeah. was a bit of the superhero aspect to dodge. of it. If someone throws a knife at me, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, no big deal." I could just step out of the way. Like I'm gonna be like, "Holy fuck, that almost hit me!" Because and I'm lucky that I moved out of the way. You know, it's like yeah. I don't have reflexes that fast. Like, yeah, there's some. There's gonna be one time where Bullseye's gonna miss because the person moved out of the way in a way he didn't expect. Unless he curves it. But that doesn't make sense because he would have to. He would. They would have to be. He would still have to expect where they would go in order to curve it in the right direction. Yeah, we're talking about a guy that shattered a stained glass window and caught all fifty pieces. (laughs) 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 How does he throw it? How does he throw it? He He throws the one whole stack at a time. (laughs) Yeah. And then what's crazy is Daredevil dodges them. He's like, I'm not going to step out of the way for this. That would be too easy. I'm going to do a backflip <laughs> synchronized perfectly with the frequency of the glass coming through. And I'm going to go, oh, 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 because that's the safest way to deal with this high risk situation. And I get it. Like, also, why did Wilson Fisk hire this really wacky carnival guy to kill someone when you can just get a guy with a gun? Bang. Done. Job's done. No fucking motorcycle standing on the middle of the street, like, throwing shurikens and shit, and, like, you know, doing all this weird framing dare, you know. I just feel like Daredevil, Daredevil can't dodge bullets. Daredevil can't dodge bullets. <laughs> like, he did, though, in the, in the club. He did dodge bullets. You know, but that's why that scene is like all harder. wild. Well, yeah, actually, you're, you're so right, Ryan, because Bullseye can't throw things like bullets can fly. Like, if Bullseye had two guns, he's fucking deadly, right? But no, he's throwing, like, pencils and paper clips, which do not match the speed and the mass of bullets. Did he have a gun in one scene? I don't think he ever touched a gun. I think he... Did somebody have a sniper rifle in one scene or some... Like well, that. that was the scene where he's like, he's got the baton, or he's like about to stab him, and da- he, Daredevil moves his hands, and the bullet, Daredevil hears the sniper rifle go off before the bullet comes to him, and then he moves this guy's hands What's the before the bullet comes to him. <laughs> he hears the bullet leaving the chamber before the bullet gets to him. He moves his hands, and he's like, ah, I went through my hands, because he knew where the bullet was going by the sound. Bullets go faster than the speed of sound. I know. So it's like, what the fuck was that? Like, 
that I think is his second power, which no one talks about, is his connection with with Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Um, where he's he has this thing whispering. He has a psychic ability of these things around him only when he's in the church, and he's like, he's like, my child, there's a gun in there, and he fucking pulls it back because there's no way using sonar he's gonna figure out the trajectory of a bullet, like a guy shooting it before the bullet gets to him. I'm pretty sure Daredevil doesn't kill in the comics. Yeah, I don't um, think he does either. Throwing a guy off a roof to his death is not, like... I don't know. I feel like a lawyer wouldn't do that. That's just what I'm saying. He looks up into the sky. I don't know. Gravity. There will be justice. <laughs> I didn't kill him. It was the <laughs> third Mutant's third law of motion that killed him. I just chose not to save him. <laughs> I think there were good moments in this movie and a good edit. Maybe the director's cut. You might have a good movie in there. Yeah, I think that's the real test. And obviously we didn't watch the director's cut, but that's okay. So next week we'll we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then as we wrap up Affleck's, um, Affleck's Attic, um, do you guys want to do another Affleck movie next week? Or do you guys want to do Electra? No way. <laughs> We're not doing so, a, Rotten a Tomatoes. branching. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes for um for Daredevil, as you guys probably know, forty four percent. Yeah, not great. I'm gonna look up the Rotten Tomato score for Electra, and we, we, we'll see how this scale. Okay, eleven percent. So four times worse than what we just saw. <laughs> if we're going by the scientific method. Wow. Well. <laughs> four times worse. How's that possible? It's exactly four times worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes means because Rotten Tomatoes is just a category. It's just a measure yeah, of how many people like it. Aggregated binary, you know, fucking meter score. But you know, yeah. it's a lot of samples. Um, okay. We have we have different 34%. things and we have different skill sets too. Here, I'm I'm completely unaware of the of what it takes to make a movie. A lot of the comments put forth, mm -hmm. Ryan. But you know, uh, I loved it, but it was really shitty. <laughs> I enjoy every second of it, but it was really bad. That's valuable. And yeah. I, I still want to hear your thoughts on the movie as a whole. And, like, I don't know that much about how much it takes to make a movie. I just really care about movies that are made well versus ones that are not. Mm. I remember when Electric came out and I saw it on VHS in Blockbuster. Um, and it was one of the first movies where I was like, I saw, and you know, when you're a kid, like every movie's good and cause you, you haven't, you don't have a fully developed brain. And I saw this and I was like, this movie's not good. <laughs> and I was close to getting that point in Daredevil. And this is where, and I have a couple movies like this in my life where I was like, it left a weird feeling after I watched it. And I think that was the taste of seeing a bad movie. And so I think that this movie cracked the seal for me. It was that fucking bad. <laughs> Um, and the critic reviews from Helen O'Hara, a famous reviewer for Empire. Not as bad as Catwoman, but not as good as Daredevil, which isn't saying much. Oof. <laughs> Can I throw a name in the hat? Okay. Hmm? If it's, I swear to fucking God, if it's Field of Dreams, I'm fucking disconnecting. No, 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 no. Armageddon. Oh! I like that one. I okay. actually like that one. Okay. I have no clue. Okay, I do... Just, just, just reviewing the art as a, and having Ben be the threat, you know, that connects them. Oh, mm. absolutely. The Ben, okay. And if he ever, 
if he ever sees this, Ben, please don't kick my ass with your gigantic arms. <laughs> um, you meet at Comic-Con in three years, and he walks straight up to you at our booth, we're gonna and be... he hits you straight <laughs> in the balls. Well, I think that's with his ten also, feet arms. Is that uh, we, it's by if, if we follow through and we do a, a good number of these, we might end up being the biggest Ben Affleck fans in the world. <laughs> we do. And I think, like, we've probably talked about him. We're probably in the upper 1% of people who yeah, said his exactly. name. Did we vet this? Feel something. It is. Did what? we make sure that there aren't other Ben Affleck podcasts? No. I mean, because it was supposed to be Affleck's Attic, and I think it was supposed to be a 15 to a 30-minute portion, and it's been an hour. <laughs> Yeah. They say um, every time someone says the name Ben Affleck, his forehead gets a little bigger. Then if, if Ben Affleck gives me a call and he's like, I heard you were fucking talking shit about my movies. I'm going to come over there in a Batman costume and kick your ass with my 10 feet long arms. That would be I so am a cool. rubber band man. I can't tell how tall he is, dude. Look at these pictures of him. Like, look at the front covers. He's like taller than everybody in all of his pictures. I think it's part of his brand. He's a long guy. His face is long. His body is long. I, Armageddon has 38% of Rotten Tomatoes. That's great. That's way better. Only 4% down, right? So, Pretty much the same as Daredevil in quality. Okay. And entertainment, though. And it's made around the same time. This is going to be good. That's We can post this on the Ben Affleck subreddit. <laughs> yeah. People will be like, Dude, I, I will don't... fucking kill you. I have used all of your Reddit information and the background of Jace's screen to know exactly where you are, and I'm coming for you. I am scared what is on the Ben Affleck subreddit, dude. I don't know what it's called. I don't want to know. Dude, I'm going there. Yeah. The Ben Affleck subreddit is dead. It's, 100, oh. it's 151 readers. Four are active, but me, We're me and Ryan, so about two. <laughs> to boost that. It's completely dead. The near, the last post was two years ago. Two years ago. Good boys gone Good bland dude. is bringing back Ben Affleck. Are we about to become mods of the Ben Affleck subreddit? <laughs> well, that's our show, guys. We we use our entire time talking about Daredevil. We need to get better at yeah. kind of reeling it in a little yeah. bit i think we had a lot to say because we we're excited about ben affleck and all his his very good movies yeah. um we please ate up all our time i don't even know <laughs> please don't please don't hit me with your long arms ben affleck and i think next time you know we won't have to give we won't have to talk about ben so much and like give so much background on ben yeah, because uh, we already... We, we don't have we any background, background on Ben. I don't know well, shit about him after this. So I have a lot yeah. of background on Ben Affleck. Like, I've watched hours of interviews of him, but we can talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Armageddon, Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Steven Tyler's daughter. Not everyone knows that. Um, Bruce Willis. And it's one of Michael Bay's first hits. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, do we got any sponsors, guys? You guys get any emails? Um, no. No emails. No sponsors. Okay, no. Uh, that's okay. I'm just gonna say a sponsor, and maybe they'll last. Yeah, on. maybe we'll get something. Pick yeah. Okay. Um, what's a good sponsor that 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 we want? Oh, we want to, to sponsor our podcast. Um, 
What? Quip, I feel like Quip, Quip is on toothbrushes. Everybody. They do anybody, uh, dude. Yeah, I don't have a Quip, but send me one and, I'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll throw you a bone. I could use some Raycon. Even if it's earbuds. $5. Uh, Theragun. Theragun. Expensive oh, the... and very quiet. Yeah. So that's good. We got three sponsors. We got three sponsors. We'll work on that for next week. Um, thanks so much to our sponsors. Thanks for joining us for our Affleck's Attic, um, which hopefully won't uh, take over our entire podcast. Um, mm -hmm. But we'll we'll see about that. We should have other segments. Um, but for now, we're gonna we're gonna do Armageddon. And are we doing Armageddon um, for next week as well? Yeah. Are we gonna just do this? Yeah. Okay, we decided. All right, um, we'll work on that. Everyone, do a do an exit. Uh, well, Ryan, do you have an exit? Uh... Yeah, mine's Ryan. Um, I'm the Gemini. You were not the Gemini. You were literally not the Gemini, Ryan. And I can't even believe you have the audacity to say that because I'm gonna look up your Facebook account right now. And I'm going to find out when your birthday is yeah, <laughs> because I know it's that. in like July or June. Mm, yeah, that's uh, Gemini territory. Okay, say your, say your outro. Uh, I, I, I'm trying here. to work out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan, say your outro. Okay. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm the Gemini. Uh, not the Gemini. You're not the Gemini. And, uh, that's Here's what gets me about the Gemini is I know you don't care is I know you don't care about the Zodiac things and you're just doing this to make me angry. Okay, well, man, do your research and then talk shit. Your birthday, Ryan. I have it in the calendar. It's July 14th. That is not my birthday. That's the day you got married to Julie. Yes. Where's your birthday? It's I know it's in June or July, dude. I know when you're born, dude. And I know you're yeah. a cancer. I'm not. I have a great idea for an intro animation where it's an attic opening and you come in and it's like Affleck's home movies and then when it opens up it's a VHS with the title of whatever film we're yeah. reviewing that week. That's good. What I was thinking like the movie? concept is that we were paid to house it Ben's uh house or like we bought his old house or something hmm. and we go up in the attic and we oh, find that he has a copy of every single one of his movies so many dead bodies yeah just like smut box oh that'd be fun that'd be a fun concept show but it'd be weird to talk about other things um yeah. while we're no, it's not gonna work it'd just <laughs> be funny <laughs> okay gemini's strength oh gentle, my god affectionate curious yeah. okay i think this is good ability to learn quickly and exchange ideas definitely definitely for you weaknesses nervous mm -hmm. inconsistent mm -hmm. indecisive mm. oh, Shit, i do think that is you <laughs> <You're not Ryan>. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you nailed it to a t julie would be yeah oh yeah um gemini likes okay this is where i think it's kind of general music <laughs> books Chats with anyone. <laughs> trips around town. <laughs> okay. Who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> well, that's just not me. I actually own the domain for Gemini's.com. <laughs> Jace, what are you? You're Sagittarius? 
Oh. No. You wait. You're um. Let me think. It's Libra. You're a Libra. Sexy yeah. virgin. You're a oh virgin. no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jace, I keep thinking your birthday is in November. Um. Okay. Um. Strengths: loyal, analytical, kind, hardworking, and practical. Yeah. I think that's Jace. I think that's, that's Jace. Good. He's a good friend. He works hard. Weaknesses, shyness. I don't think you're shy, Jace. I don't mm. think yeah, you're I don't worry. Think. I mean, overly critical of self and others. All work and no play. I don't think. No, don't that's know. pretty far off. It's that's pretty true. opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if I mean, it's falling here. Like I'm trying to think of. If and there's like, a way to I play more and work less, that's me. Of self and others. That's like, yeah, and likes animals. Books, healthy food, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but you dislike rudeness. No. <laughs> in fact, in that this. likes list too, I'm pretty sure I ate like two percent of my meals last year with corn dogs. So, <laughs> you know. Well, I think Ryan and I are accurate Gemini's. I think Jace is a fucking. Uh, I feel like someone lied. Someone messed up your birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or the star was in the wrong spot. Okay, okay. well that's gonna do it for this this week. Uh, thanks for joining us for Aflex Attic. They took over our entire podcast. Um, I'm Denali. I'm the Gemini and the the bad boy. I think we decided. Um, Ryan, go go ahead and give him your okay, little well, outro. I'm Ryan. I'm also the Gemini. And Jesus Christ. Jesus I'm also Christ. the bad boy. I feel I can't like, do this. I can't work I like, like this. I feel like you need something else to to really make yourself stand out. I'm to Jace. I said it for okay. Go ahead. And I'm There's... the Gemini. You're oh, not a Gemini. I, like I know that. this for a fact, Jace. You're... I like that. <laughs> there can't even be three. Like logically, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. We can literally everybody could be a Gemini. Gemini Boys Gone Bland is the new name <laughs> of our podcast. Thank you for coming to Atticus. <laughs> Atticus. 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 <laughs> It's dusty up here, and I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah.